0: Callum is from Devonport and previously played football for Latrobe. He talks about his time at the club and taking running up later in life. He also covers his battles with some mental health issues over the years, current injuries he's suffering from and the lifestyle changes he's made for the better. Callum is a gentleman and a down-to-earth person. I think this really comes across in our podcast. Sit back, relax and enjoy this great interview.
1: All right. so I'm a project manager um, for Grosvenor Engineering. Um, I'm a friggy by trade, but I've just got off the tools and moved into management, mate. So, yeah, it's good.
0: Okay, the, great. The body,
1: uh, the body's liking the change.
0: I reckon. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, uh, how did you
1: how did you get into that type of work? Um, initially, I was always planning on being a teacher. Actually, I went to Don and was always going to go to Uni and. just thought oh I wouldn't mind maybe earning money now instead of being a uni student and a few mates got into a trade so I applied for one and that was it mate I just yeah I got stuck into it and it's a good trade I enjoyed it but it was time to move on um I was thinking about studying but then yeah moved into management because a opportunity came up so
0: great and um this 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 work lifestyle that you had um were you doing any sport at that time
1: uh, yeah, yeah, so I always played footy, um, that's where a lot of my mates, I guess in those days were from, um, I always played out at La Trobe Footy Club, and yeah, absolutely loved it out there, so, um, that's what I was doing at the time, and it was pretty easy to work, um, the hours I was doing and be able to head straight to footy training after it, so it didn't work out too bad.
0: Yeah, okay, uh, so the footy lifestyle, as many people know, there's, uh, you know, there's it's it's great in regards. There's lots of mateship and stuff, but there's a there's a fairly big drinking culture that goes on yeah, in the footy. Uh, did you did you take part in this or?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I guess we were lucky at Latrobe that we had a really good culture. Um, that's the reason why I played there, and the reason why I stayed for a while. Um, it was certainly a party culture. It was probably never got too out of hand. It was just probably a bit too regular. Um, you know, it was never any Friday nights or anything like that. But it just became a habit, you know, always having a few too many beers on a Saturday night. Um, and it was something that I guess a lot of us got kind of caught up in. Um, but like I said, we were lucky out there that you had a lot of the old guys to look after you and if you were, you know, were out of line a little bit, we got pulled up pretty pretty regularly. So but um, it wasn't always good for the waistline or or how fit you are at the time. So it was something I guess I battled along with. But um, yeah, yeah. it was great fun. Like we had plenty of good memories, you know, out yeah. there on, on functions and yeah, I absolutely loved my time out there. It was really. I good. could
0: yeah, I could totally imagine. I can I can definitely align with what you said there and uh, the mateship and just the people you meet. Um, so you talk yeah. about you were a little bit bigger. Um, can yeah. you? So do you put this down
1: to that, to that last? Yeah. So I guess it was just, I think I just grew up to be honest, mate. Um, I just started taking my health seriously. So I always thought that I could out train, you know, what I was eating at work and just little things like I never ate really poorly, but I just never kind of could stick at a, a good diet. Um, and I was it probably, I was getting away with it for a little while, but once you got caught up in that bit of, bit of a party life and, you know, not eating well at, at work was the biggest thing for me, you know, like I, I'd train hard at footy and, and then I, I'd just throw it away, I guess during the week by not, you know, packing my lunch and just drinking soft drink and, and a few of those yeah. kind of things. So I think I've, I reckon I've lost nearly 15, maybe 18 kilos. That's a yeah, you know, so it's... I'm 75 kilos and have been for a few years now, probably
0: yeah. okay, three great. years,
1: but a few years before that, yeah, I would have been in the 90s, and I just, just wasn't looking after myself in all aspects, like I probably wasn't sleeping right, you know, I just didn't take my health seriously, I just thought I could out-train it, so, but yeah. it, it didn't, yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely, and um, so just for the listeners out there, you haven't always been a runner, so you're your background in sport was football obviously. Um, yeah. How did you footy, get involved yep. in the running? And-
1: um, it was probably actually late in footy where I thought, oh, I think I've probably my aerobic base might be what's kind of keeping me in the side. Um, and I enjoyed that style of training. Like pre-season was probably the most fun I, you know, I had, that, that kind of style. And I was just burnt out by footy and I thought, oh, I needed something different. Um, and I was battling along a little bit with a few things and I was having a terrible day and I just signed up to do the Melbourne Marathon um, and raise some money for Beyond Blue. I thought, just a new challenge, like I needed something. I couldn't mope around not playing footy. So, um, yeah, I just thought I'd give it a crack. I only really jogged it, but um, it was an amazing experience. It's probably one of the best days I've ever had in my life, I reckon. So that's kind of how I started. It was just, I thought, I'll just try something different. I'd always seen people out, you know, doing it. I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Seems like a yeah, good community. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think, when I think of you, I think of people like Evan Brett, for the people who know Evan out there. And I think Evan yeah. played for a trove as well.
1: Yeah, for a lot that, of years. Is that yeah. right?
0: Yep. So did, did, he, did he get you into the running or influence you at all? Or is, or he was did, that, did,
1: actually. He... Yeah. He was a big reason why I started to actually train instead of just running around by myself. Um, I got a huge amount of respect for ev he's probably one of the nicest blokes i've ever met um he was he was trying to get he's a really good guy as you know so he was just saying come down to Meercroft, you know stop jogging by yourself all the time come you know finally start doing some proper training and i was just so nervous to turn up for a while i've got no idea why like i'd been involved in clubs my whole life but it was just something different and He got me down there, and I met the guys, and it was just really nice having Ev there, and I felt a bit more comfortable. And yeah, that's kind of how it started when I started training with those guys. So, um, but yeah, he's um, he was the same. Ev's lost a lot more weight than I have. He was, yeah, and he's he's going so well at the moment. He's brilliant. He's a really strong runner now, so pretty impressive. Yeah, and
0: don't worry, he's on the list of people to uh, to interview down the track. I uh, I have a lot of time for Evan as well. He's he's a gentleman, mate.
1: He'll be a great chat to have on, mate. He'll, uh, it'll be a lot more intellectual than what I can dish out. He's a pretty no, no. smart man. <laughs> but he um, would be a great no. guy to have a chat with. Really good guy. Yeah,
0: bloke. great. Um, so football is very much a team, a team sport, and running is yep. individual. Um, yeah. Have you found that there is some team aspects in the running? Um, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I think so, mate. Like, as you know, like, it's so much easier doing those sessions with someone. Um, you know like you probably get those individual accolades on race day but all the training that goes into it you can put a lot of it down Uh, not not just your training partners but I guess you know your friends or family that can help you through it or um, you know as you'd know with a lot of your marathon prep it's not just the miles you put in if you know if you've got a training buddy or someone on the bike um, like I think that's what makes it pretty special so um, you know I guess team sports can be quite individual as well at times. Um, yeah. But I think individual sports can be quite team-based as well. So it just depends on kind of how you tackle it.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. I, think, I think in regards, I think, I think most of the listeners out there are, are quite well aware that what, you know, running and sport can do for your mental health. Um, have you yourself, have you ever battled for mental health issues or do you feel yeah, comfortable yeah, talking mate. about that?
1: Um, no, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable talking about it. I've been pretty honest with my close mates and I guess a few people might have picked up on it. Um, so that's a, a big reason w- probably why I got out of footy. Um, not a huge amount of people probably know that. I just I just couldn't commit to it anymore. I was just burnt out, had a few issues going on and just some hereditary problems. You know, I've I've actually got a brilliant life. I've got the best life of anyone I know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just... You know, I I, um, I suffer with mental health problems and and running's been a, a massive, you know, reason why they, you know, I guess are controlled and, and why I'm on top of them. So yeah. it's such a positive thing to be able to put, you know, put into your life. Um, but so that's why I guess the door closed with, with footy. Um, I needed some personal time and, and another one opened with, with running. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't look back. It's been a... Um, it certainly helps, you know, it's a, I guess, as you know, it's a, I guess really a form of meditation. And Absolutely. You know, if you've had a, had a rubbish day or you're stressed out or feeling really flat, I just go pat my dog for 10 minutes. You know, when I'm not injured, I strap on my uh, my runners and, and get out the door. And most of the time you feel, I don't think I've ever come back from a run feeling worse. Yep. Let's just put it that way. So, well, that's yeah. great.
0: Yeah, I can totally totally back in everything you've said, mate, um, yeah. and, and, yep. and more. Um, that yep. was my next question actually. Injuries yep. at the moment. Uh, so you've had a yeah. few, I think, a stress fracture of some sort in-, yeah. in maybe. Is that, is that correct?
1: Yeah, correct. So I had a, had a stressy. Um, I think I had it for a while. Um, I guess typical dumb ex-footballer <laughs> that um, unfortunately probably got a pretty pay, uh, high pain threshold and I was injured for a long time and nothing was right. I could still get through workouts and I was just sore a lot of the time. Um, and we thought it was tendonitis in behind my knee found out it was a stressy so I had a lot of time off and just got back into the gym and um, it was a pretty tough time actually um, yeah. it was yeah mentally it was you know it was but it, it, to put things into perspective like I could still work I could still go to the gym um, yeah. I got back running again and got back training with the guys and got pretty fit and um yeah i've got a pretty large tear in my um, meniscus and um got got some um some issues with my cartilage below my knee that i've um i've had a meeting with the orthopedic specialist and the news wow. isn't great but surgery might be an option once this pandemic's over but okay unfortunately unfortunately i'm just a cyclist and and in the gym at the moment so um yeah it sucks mate but
0: yeah
1: it's a first world problem like it's not the end of the world but yeah, when you're not doing what you love, it's you know it's pretty hard. So yeah,
0: yeah, that's still very difficult though, mate. Um, i um, I guess, I guess the one thing that I can take out of that is that that you haven't given up. You're still doing the gym. Yeah, you're still doing the cycling. Yeah. You're doing the things that you know the cross training that can, they can keep your feet fit and in the best possible shape for when you are ready.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the plan, mate. Like, I kind of had a bit of a pity party for a couple of weeks and. Um, got a bit frustrated at myself because I was maybe a bit salty on how well some people would move where that was so not me. Like normally I just get so excited for how well the guys are running or, you know, maybe put my effort into some of the, you know, the Aussie guys on how they're going. or Yeah. And I was just getting a bit frustrated. But as soon as you, you know, snap out of it, you think let's just get as fit as I can without running. And um, so I bought a really good road bike and I'll get stuck into that. Um, Right not a natural cyclist, but I'm lucky yeah. I've got the lungs to be able to handle it, but I've got and a I lot of work to do.
0: But, but I've, no, yeah. I've noticed like the sports crossover as well. I, I think one prime example is Josh Harris. He's been able to do yeah. cycling and running. He's has been yeah. Injured. Um, but like, it's been a great source. Like there's no way his running would be where it is right now, if it wasn't no for way. the cross training of the bike. So, you know, that's something that he's can, um,
1: Yeah. He's pretty inspirational guy. I, um, I had to get off Strava a little bit because um, I just <laughs> found it was a little bit negative for me when I was injured. I, but understand those kind, I understand. Those kind of guys are a big reason why I actually jump on Strava. I follow Josh and I just shake my head every time I see one of his workouts or rides and he's a pretty impressive guy. I'd love to get to yeah. know him because he sounds like a top bloke as well. So yeah,
0: He is, mate. He's a good bloke. Um, yeah. So you're, you're not able to run, but... Uh, we talk about injury prevention. When everything is okay, yeah. is that something that you're going to look towards so this problem doesn't come up to again? I think again?
1: so, mate. Like, yeah, I've probably yeah. learned some good lessons with that. Um, typical new runner, you just assume because you're getting better each month that I guess that strength and conditioning isn't as important. And, you know, some people can get away with it. And they you know they just seem to never get injured and you know hats off to them but I just don't think that's the percentage play so um, I figured out where I was pretty weak and maybe you know a few issues um, glutes and glutes and hammies so yeah. um, and I guess every one of us can get stronger in our core every day like you can never be too strong in your, in your core as a runner or a cyclist so um, I'm lucky my wife's um, she's, a, she's a principal but she's a trained um, personal trainer, so yeah. she's been a big help. I've got a few mates that are, I guess, more gym guys than runners, and they've helped me out. So, um, yeah, it's uh, I'll probably learned a few good lessons, and I'll, I'll definitely keep doing it if and when I get back to running. And um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a big part of it. Even recovery days, instead of maybe that second run or just having yeah. a day off, maybe I can just do some strength work and, and go from there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the one percenters are everything. That's you know yeah, one of the first sure. things I teach. My runners is everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. My can for so much.
1: Um, yeah, re- realise that now.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I know you're a big fan of uh, the podcasts and especially inside yeah. running. Um, big fan. Yeah. yeah can Can you tell me what 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 attracts you to uh, this pod, this podcast in particular?
1: I just think they're just honest, good Aussie blokes. Like it just feels like you know you're either at a cafe or at the pub or at work listening to a few of your mates just talk rubbish. Like I just, and they just seem like really good people. So um, like I'm a bit probably a bit of a fanboy of the big moose just because he says it how it is. But, you know, Brady's such a good host and Brad seems like such a genuine guy. Like that's why I love it. It just feels yeah. like you're listening to a few, few mates talking rubbish. But the fact that they were the first kind of guys to do it properly, I think I respect that they started off, pretty green and and it's actually blown into quite a you know really popular podcast so and it's
0: very um, very professional now like when you listen it to is it. now like and, you listen and, to some of the old oh, stuff
1: or even um yeah you know, the tell me tales as oh, you know brady's like, improved is, a mile oh mate it, brady's yeah. it, it's fantastic and like the other guys do a lot of work as well but brady's unbelievable um yeah i just think they're good guys and i'm happy to support good people as well. So I signed up on Patreon oh, maybe twelve or eighteen months ago and right. just to try and help out. But the amount of content those guys dish out now it's been um it's been fantastic. So um, oh,
0: great. Yeah, I love yeah.
1: what those guys do. And it and it's yeah. been awesome when I've been injured, I guess, because you still feel connected and you know you might go out for a walk and listen to those guys. Um so I've probably listened to them more and appreciated it more since having been running. So Yeah.
0: Oh just, that's yeah, great. Yeah, and I reckon fellas. as people as uh, as runners putting out the content, that's the sort of stuff they want to hear as well. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. They're just yeah. straight up. Yeah. you
1: know, no rubbish. You know, good, honest and, stuff, and yeah, and you know, and credit to them. So that's yeah. it. If
0: you start to listen from the start, the banter is is is, is pretty good, and yeah. there's a few skilled really pages good. now as well. So yeah, it's uh, it's
1: really good. That's yeah. banter is what it's all about, and it's good absolutely. to keep up on some some races I might not normally know about. So yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah great. Great. Um, I'm going to shift away from the running a fair bit. I, yep. I know just from the conversations that we've had when we've gone for runs. Um, your your parents actually look after foster children. Um, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Have you found that this has been like a massive influence in your life and the person you are today? Or
1: it has been, mate. Like I guess, like a lot of people, my parents are well, the biggest influence on me. Um you know, by a long way. Um, they're pretty special people. So it's my mum and my stepdad, Matt. Um, you know, we moved over here from, from the mainland, um, uh, nearly 15 years ago. And it's my brother as well. Um, it's something they, I guess they got into after my brother and I grew up and mum and Matt were always going to be parents and they saw an opportunity to be able to help people and, and they took it. So, um, That's awesome. it's amazing, mate. Like it's, it's it's pretty tough and especially at the start it was really hard with some difficult cases um, but you know we've I've got I guess a heap of little brothers and sisters in a way um, especially you know little ones that have stayed with us long term and you see them every month or every couple of weeks um, it's pretty special and it's been good for me I guess like I've always planned to start a family hopefully soon and, you do yep. that kind of blue-collar work of having to change some nappies or dealing with you know kids in distress or you know even just getting meals ready and things like that. I think it yep. made me grow up pretty quick. And I think when they really started to do that, maybe that's when I did grow up and um, okay. kind of saw the bigger picture a little bit. So um, yeah, yeah, it's amazing, mate. It's um, nice you know it's amazing. not for everyone. I'll but just, um, it,
0: I'll just yeah. imagine my parents doing. like, I, you know I, I... yeah. As you know, yeah, I'm really, social work, and I understand what happens, you know, with yeah. some kids and what they go through. It's it's crazy, and I just,
1: it's I could imagine mate, like, myself
0: doing yeah. that. So, is that yeah, something yeah. that you could see yourself doing as well, as long we've as had your own family?
1: I think I could. Yeah, absolutely. And and just and my wife, I think, is someone that I can picture doing it as well. Um, so she's, a a <laughs> yeah, she's a principal. Yeah, she's she's a principal. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I guess she's got those skills. Um, I'm probably the soft touch, but it'd be something definitely we'll think about long term, you know, maybe right. when our kids are, have grown up, um, yeah, never say never. I think it'd be, a, it's a really nice way to give back, you know, long term and, and change people's lives dramatically. So, yeah. um, yeah, but it's, um, yeah, it's pretty full on, but it's, it's really rewarding. I'm so proud of them.
0: Yeah. No, that's great. Um, um, and you touched on some role models uh, and your parents being some. Is there, yeah. is there any other people that you'd, uh, you'd put on that list or?
1: Uh, it's, it, it really is family for me. Um, you know, whether that, you know, that's my, my parents, my stepdad and my brother and my wife's a massive influence on me. Um, she keeps me grounded and was a big reason why I probably grew up. As far as sport, I don't have role models. I just respect people that I guess are honest. Um, even guys like, you know, the, the boys in the podcast, just, just, blue-collar fellas. Um, yep. I don't really look up to too many, I guess, international, you know, really famous people like NBA stars or I just like people that are real. Um, yep. And as corny as it sounds, maybe even guys like Ev Brett, just people that are just straight up, um, you know, no frills. They're the people that influence me day to day. pretty Pretty I, simple.
0: Yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, the podcast isn't about me, but you've basically said the way I feel. About a lot of other people. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Evan, like yeah, first time I met him I thought, yeah, yeah. like this guy, no, you yeah, no Good honest bloke. Yeah. Um, Run, you know, running I, yeah. wise, mate, you know, I, I respect guys like I love how Jack Rayner goes about it. Um yeah, awesome. I'm a big Harry big Harry Summers fan. They're probably the two that I just I get excited for, just a bit yeah. different, you know. Yeah. Um just yeah, like great. what they do and just just a heap of talent. So they're probably yeah. the two running-wise, I guess, without knowing them at all. Um, yeah, so.
0: Oh, great. And yeah. um, just touching on, you talked about goals within this injury and I guess it's a bit hard, you know, we can't really touch yeah. on what's going to happen with your injury-wise, but what are your goals in running? Yeah. Like, where do you see, see um, yourself going with
1: that? If I could just get back um, to running pain-free, like I know I've probably got it, bit of a clock unfortunately with my knee um the orthopedic surgeon was pretty straight up and honest and he said you're gonna to have to be a cyclist soon um whether i can get back and run for five years that'd be that would that's my goal if i could have oh. five really good years um okay. but it could be 20 you know so yeah, but I'd, I'd, yeah you know i'd rather be realistic than set some silly goal just get back running pain free um i'd love to yeah. maybe run 15 minutes for five um yeah. if i can I think that's pretty, pretty yeah. realistic without being too silly. I don't. From what I've seen, know. mate, I, it
0: is you, you, yeah. you. just need to get some some weeks together. That's all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, I'd 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 run for four months and and get an eagle and then get injured and then come back and yeah and yeah you know, just probably flogged myself too quick. But mate, if I could just get back to even jogging and doing a workout with the guys on a Tuesday, that'd be enough to be honest. Because yeah, I miss it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, great, yeah. mate, great. Yeah, I'll, well, I wish you the best of luck with that anyway. um, Yeah, thanks,
1: mate. We'll get there. Yeah. I mean, there's not much lie you can say.
0: When someone's going to injury, it's so frustrating and, you know, yeah, you've got to be patient and, and fingers crossed with your surgery, mate. And Yeah, that's it. And
1: we'll, yeah. we'll wait and yeah. see. Like, there's, you know, unfortunately at the moment... Um, elective is that far down the list on, you know, world issues. It's not funny. So I understand that it's going to take time, um, yeah. but you know, I, I will deal with that next year. And if I can do it, I can do it until then we'll, we'll go from there. Um,
0: yeah. What are, what are some mantras or some day to day things that you live by just as a person? Um, you know, it can be with sport life general. Yeah.
1: I, um, I think, some advice maybe that I've given to some people and I don't have a, like a, a really um, inspiring mantra or anything like that. Um, but I think maybe more in life that if it's the right decision at the time for you, it's the right decision. So I think it's, it's a bit broad, but that's more in life terms. So that's kind of the way I've, I've dealt with it. Like if it makes sense to me now, or, you know, it works for me right at the moment. Well, you know, if it, if it turns out to be wrong, well, so be it because I made the decision with the cards that I had on the table. So, yep. that's probably the thing that I live by at the moment. And yep. I just okay. be nice to each other, be honest, be straight up and the rest yep. of it take care of itself. Um, I think that's that's pretty well it. I'm a pretty simple guy. So, um, no, mate, yeah, those two it. things are, are yep.
0: great. I think I think living in the moment and um, by well, my parents used to say, treat how you want to be treated.
1: Um, yeah absolutely you know, there's no better saying than that, with that. So. Yeah. yeah yeah that's it just be nice to each other like you know be straight up honest and the rest will take care of itself so yeah, yeah.
0: how how are you coping with uh, the COVID-19 at the moment you know what does your life look like what does your work look like um, um
1: you know yeah fair? it's yeah I'm probably pretty lucky that it hasn't affected me a huge amount personally in my family, I guess, is the most important thing to me, you know. I'm still working. I've only been reduced down one day and that only happened last week. Um, Unfortunately, a few of the guys that um, at our work have had to have their hours reduced and I was the one to pass that news on. So that was really tough, but they understand it. Um, My wife's, as I mentioned, a principal, so, you know, her job's really secure. It's, it's affected the way she teaches and, and I guess the way she di- can interact with staff. But I guess it's just, it's a bit hard being an injured runner at home during a pandemic. It's uh, it's an interesting one to deal with, but um, I've been doing a lot of work in the gym at home. We've got a really good home gym set up um, right. and a really big garage to work in. So I've just tried to put my energy into that, mate. Um, just spending a bit too much time on the devices, unfortunately, but um I feel like I've probably got fitter through the yep. through the virus, the pandemic. <laughs> so um, that's that's one plus.
0: Oh, um, fantastic!
1: So, but yeah, I'm, I'm coping right. Yep. There's people out there in a lot tougher position than me, so that's the way I look at it. So there's no point complaining.
0: Great, great, great. I think you agree. Callum is a really lovely guy, down to earth person. I wish him the best of luck with his current injuries and we can see him out on the track sometime soon.